0: This is the day the Lord has made, we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome back to Refuge and Fortress Network. My name is Emmanuel O, and I'm so glad to welcome you back into Philia, our online love church, our online love church. Say hey, like you minute, it is my turn for an encounter. It is my turn for a transformation. It is my turn for a renewing, a revival, and a reigniting. My heart is receptive. My spirit is willing. The word of the Lord that I will hear today will fall on good soil and bring transformation. I am the good soil. Say it one more time. I am the good soil. Say it again. I am the good soil. I'm so glad you said that because indeed you are the good soil. Today we continue our topic, the love that lasts, the love that lasts. This is a message that we started last week and today we're going to bring it into a close and into a conclusion. We said that the love that lasts, number one, must be grounded in God. The love that will last must be grounded in the relationship, the marriage that will last must be grounded in God. Because the Bible says in Matthew, who is it that builds a house on sand and not on rock? When the wind blows, it will come and it will flush it away. When the storm comes, it will come and it will flush it away. But the house that is standing on the rock will still be standing. It will not fall. Why? Because it has been founded on the rock. And the rock here is Jesus. You know, so the house, the relationship, the love that will last must be grounded at all times in God. Prayer bible going to church staying connected being planted by the riverside which is jesus which is his word hallelujah and then number two we said the love that will last must be balanced and sacrificial it must be balanced and sacrificial i'd like for you to um go back and listen to the message from last week so that it can be a blessing to you so today We're going to bring it to a close, and we're going to talk about three more things that you must do, three more characteristics of a love that will last, a marriage, a relationship that will last. And why are we talking about this? Because we believe the devil is after homes. The devil is after kingdom homes, kingdom relationships, kingdom marriages, is ensuring division amongst homes, marriages, and uh, there's a great number of divorce Even now, especially even in the body of Christ, even in the body of Christ. And so we must ensure that we come and combat the devil on all fronts regarding marriages and relationships. And so we have this passion for relationships. We have this passion for marriages, especially among young folks. And we want to ensure that they are entering into relationships that last a marriage that lasts the test of time through the power and the help of the Holy Spirit. Okay. So number three, the love that lasts, the relationship that will last, the, 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 the marriage that will last. When, the, when the, the, the romance fades away, when honeymoon stage is, is gone, what keeps a relationship together? What keeps a marriage together? What keeps a home together? What ensures that your love lasts this person that you've chosen to do the journey of life with the third thing other than the two things that we've mentioned last week please watch it is that uh, your love must have a purpose and be backed by vision it must have a purpose and a vision in place the love must have a you must have a higher purpose for your relationship You must have a higher purpose for your marriage. It must go beyond just love and and, and affection and sex and all that stuff. Why? Because you can get that from anywhere else. The truth of the matter is you can get that from anywhere else. If that's all it's about, it's got to be more than just that. It's got to be more. It's got to be a marriage that that is in place to serve humanity, to serve each other and to serve humanity and to serve God. It must have a plan, a purpose, a vision in place. The book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 2 to 3 says, Write the vision down and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. Any relationship that is worth investing in must be treated like something in which you intend on making last. A business, a ministry, a career, a future for the nation or for yourself. You must see a longer future for your relationship, for your marriage. And it's in that picture that you see in the future that you hold on to and it keeps you going. The the relationship, the marriage has got to go beyond just love and sex and all this other beautiful affections that comes with being in a relationship. What about starting a business together? What about going to serve? in this nation together? What about uh, 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 being able to, to leave a lasting legacy for your children? What about putting things in place that will that will help your community? What about a higher purpose that, it is, that is even bigger than yourself? Using this marriage that God has given you as a gift to humanity. A purposeful relationship, a meaningful relationship, a purposeful marriage will hold you together much longer than anything else. Because it's if you can have a five-year plan, a 10-year plan, a 20-year plan, 30, 40, 50-year plan, and you see each other in this picture as you go, you can hold on to that picture in the journey of life. And that can n- nothing can happen. No m- amount of issues, no amount of situations that can arise that you will not be able to solve and get through because the Lord is with you. Write it down. Make it plain. Though it tarries, wait for it and it will surely come. When romance fades away, when the Cupid kind of love fades away, vision is what will sustain any relationship. Let me say that again. When romance fades away, because it will, when the Cupid kind of love fades away, vision and purpose is what will sustain any relationship. And so my brothers and my sisters, the first question you must ask yourself before you go further into a marriage is what is the plan and purpose for this relationship? Is it to give glory to God because it must give glory to God? Is it to serve humanity because it must be with a purpose and a higher purpose that is even bigger than yourself? You must be able to define your love, give it a meaningful purpose, and put a vision in place for it. There must be a higher purpose to come in together. The love that will last. The love that will last. The love that will last. Praise God. Number four, the love that will last must be equally yoked and agree on everything. The love that will last must be equally yoked and agree on everything. The idea for this yoke thing is this, right? Think about it. You have a scale in the middle and on one side is this weight and the other side is another weight. If the weight is not equal, it's going to be out of balance. It's going to be out of balance. And the, 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 the more it's out of balance, the more it goes out of whack. The more it goes out of whack, the more it falls. And so in a marriage or relationship, the yoke, the cost, the burden, the responsibility, the accountability must be equally yoked, equally shared, equally responsible for. The man and the woman must figure out a way to balance the scale so that we can go with ease on the journey of love. You must be able to agree on everything because if one scale is going this way and the other person hasn't done something to bring it this way and make it upright, it's going to fall and it's going to scale or it's going to tip on the wrong scale. But if you agree on a thing, the Bible says, Shall you two, two of you agree on anything and ask my father, whatever you ask my father in my name, that he will do because you've come in agreement. If two of you shall agree on a thing you will say to this mountain, be ye moved and it shall be moved. I remember a time when uh, we first started our business a couple, couple years ago, many years ago actually. Um, we started our business and in the in the beginning of the business because uh, we, we, we put a lot of money into this business, our savings, our investment, we put it into the business. And so in the first couple of months, we started to um, have some challenges with this business and we 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 wanted to kind of just you know throw in the tower and just say all right you know what we tried it let's let's move on now and everything like that and my wife said hey listen we can't give up on this business. Why? Because we've agreed years ago that this was the direction and the plan for our lives. We wanted to be business owners eventually. And so now that we've started a business and we're facing a little bit of challenge right now, it doesn't stop us from continuing on this journey because this was the agreement. This was the plan in place for this relationship. And so the moment she said that, it it, it just built my faith in this business and in God. And I just kept going and I said, you know what? All right, let's pray. Let's put some plan in place. Let's put this in place, put that in place and let's solve this problem, whatever the problem is. And guess what? It looked big at that time, but now it's so minute, it's so small that it really doesn't feel like a problem anymore. But because we've been able to agree on this matter, we were able to solve the problem. We were able to tell that mountain, be moved, and it was moved by the power of agreement. The love that will last, the relationship that will last, the marriage that will last must understand the power of agreement. If two of you shall agree on a thing, you will say unto this mountain, Be ye moved, and it shall be moved. If your marriage will last, if your relationship will last, if the love that you share will last, you must understand the power of agreement. Out of love. God said, let us, let us, human beings, let us, uh, the, the, the Trinity rather, create man in our own image. Let us, you see, in a relationship, in a marriage, it must become a us thing now. Not a I thing, not a me thing. It must be let us, we, us together. Let us look at how we can, how we can do this, how we can do that. Let us look at how we can, let us create man in our own image and in our likeness. A love that will last must be equally yoked and in agreement on everything. You must agree on your beliefs. You must agree on your practices. You must agree on your religious beliefs and practices, your life philosophies and practices. You must agree because if you don't agree, there will always be a pool, a tug of war on how to move forward, the love that will last. You see, God thought it to be a good idea and he brought it to the Trinity and they agreed on it that they should in fact create man in their own image. And eventually what happened? Thousands of years later, human humanity is still here. That's the, the lasting effect of agreement. The love of God for human race is still available. That's the lasting effect of agreement. His word is everlasting. That's the lasting effect of agreement. A love that will last must be able to come into agreement on all things. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Equally invested. Equally connected. Equally bonded to this relationship. You know? We're seeing too many unequal, yoked relationships, marriages, and friendships that do not last the test of time. And it doesn't matter how you want to slice it. Either somebody's lying... Or somebody is living a miserable life. But the Bible is truth forevermore. You cannot be unequally yoked and expect to last or live a long lasting kingdom fulfilled life. The love that will last, relationship that will last, the marriage that will last must be equally yoked and agreement must be in that relationship. You must be able to agree on everything. And finally, the love that will last must be open and free. The love that will last must be open and free. Your relationship, your marriage cannot feel like a jail sentence. If it must last, it cannot. It must not feel like a jail sentence. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 5 verse 13, for you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters, but here's the thing, do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love, through love, serve one another, through philia, my God, through love, serve one another, do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love. Serve one another. The love that will last must learn to give room for creativity, for changes, for opportunities. It must not be suffocating. It must not take advantage of the other person emotionally, psychologically, financially, spiritually, physically. It must be giving. It must be freeing. It must be open. It must be trusting. It must be peaceful. It must be patient it must be trusting you must be able to trust your significant other you must be able to trust them and you must be able to receive changes creativity chances opportunities it must be flexible enough to be able to pivot as life goes on you know The other day I was talking to my wife. I said, hey, listen, baby, you you look good, baby. You, You look good. You don't look the way you used to, but you look good. And the only difference is she's a mother now. And so she's got this mother physique, you know, she doesn't look as skinny as she was before anymore. And I love her just the same. In fact, I believe she looks better even now than before. But if I got into a relationship with her because of her physical look back then and now that her physics is not the same anymore, then what happens to our love? When she met me, I had a head full of hair. But today I'm a baldy and she loves me just the same. We change per time. We change by the season, physically. Emotionally, psychologically, our thinking before is not the same anymore. We change and we must be able to adapt and change as we go. The love that will last must be open, flexible, and free enough to allow for these changes. It must be open to new opportunities. It must be flexible. It must be freeing. It cannot be suffocating. Because we go through life and there are different things and changes that will occur in this life. The only difference is we're doing it, we're endeavoring to do it together, but we still will go through these things. The love that will last, it must be flexible and give room for the Holy Spirit to lead per time. Flexible, give room for the Holy Spirit to lead per time time. God can say one thing today. He told Abraham, go and kill, go and sacrifice for me your only son. And the instruction was to do just that. And Abraham said, okay, no problem. And Abraham took the son and took him to the, to the, to the, to the sacrificing mountain. And it got there and God said, nope, don't kill the son anymore. Kill that sheep, kill the animal that I provided for you. You must be able to be flexible enough to follow the leading and the instruction of the Holy Spirit part-time. 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 And that is it. That is my charge. That is my message on the topic of the love that will last. The love that will last. The, The relationship, the union, the marriage that will last. We've got to start building homes that will last. We've got to start having relationships, marriages that will last, that will stand the test of time. Not by our power, of course. No, 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 not at all. Not by our 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 minds. Not by our our knowledge. No, it's by the help of the Holy Spirit. And maybe I should add that as a bonus point. The love that will last must learn to enlist the help of the Holy Spirit we cannot do this life by ourselves. We we, we can't. There's so many ideas out there, so many philosophers out there, so many preachers out there, so many pastors, so many leaders out there that, you know, I remember a time during the COVID season one pastor says, don't you ever do that COVID test? I mean, don't get that COVID shot. It's of the devil. Don't do it. Don't do it. And this is a pastor that you believe, that you reverence so much, and you take their word as though it was God speaking to you. And then another pastor will come and say, go ahead and take that COVID, uh, COVID shot. It's good for you. Medical medicine is of God. It's not of the devil. What direction should you go? How do you choose? Choose. Who do you follow? So many teachers, so many fathers, so many people talking. So, if care is not taken, you will be misled by the amount of information out there. Misled by others, misled by yourself, misled by the devil. You must be able to enlist the help of the Holy Spirit. This concerns every areas of your life, but also concerns your relationship and your marriage. Talking about the love that lasts. The love that lasts must be able to enlist the help of the Holy Spirit. You need the help of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I must go and I must send you a helper. It's going to help you and it's going to comfort you. The Holy Spirit is our helper and our comforter. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. For this message, we give you all the glory, we give you honor and adoration. I pray that this word has blessed you, it has poured so much into you, and it has brought transformation, <laughs> brung transformation into your life. I pray that the Holy Spirit will begin to do a work that only He can do. That this word, this simplicity of this word, has revealed the light and the glory of God in your life. It has brought renewing, reviving, reigniting. It has brought encouragement, empowerment, equipment. In the name of Jesus, that your home is built on the solid rock of the Lord Jesus Christ Almighty. That your relationship is solid, is stronger and better. Your marriage is solid, is stronger and better. In the name of Jesus.